So the ATF quietly has been actually confiscating, not guns, but 40 millimeter practice ammo. So what happened was the evidently the ATF decided overnight that uh, before now, practice ammo for 40 millimeter destructive devices has been classified as practice ammo. It's, it's neither here nor there. You can have as much of it as you want. You can do whatever you want with it. It's not a pyrotechnic. It's not an explosive. Now, if you had an actual not practice round, an anti-personnel round for your 40 millimeter uh, destructive device, it in itself would have to be a registered destructive device. Okay. But overnight, uh, the ATF decided that the practice ammo and the flare stuff, the chalk rounds of the flare rounds, uh-huh. for those of you who are in the military and know about such things, they decided that that was also a destructive device, and they sent dudes around to confiscate it. Yeah. Which is the awkward. interesting part. That's awkward. Which is a very, very interesting part. Basically, another, I'm going to assume, not knowing, because nothing official has come out, and all we've heard is one distributor of this ammo got a letter from the ATF, and another dude who bought ammo from that distributor had a visit from the ATF that took his rounds, put them in a magazine, drove off. Um I'm going to assume that this is more of this arbitrary and capricious that we get from the BATFE. Um, I'm going to assume there was no thought process behind it. Nobody was killed with a chalk round that we know of. You know, I, I don't know about you guys, but all these theater shootings, they're using chalk rounds, right? It's a big deal, man. Like, People getting their chest caved in with a 40-millimeter dummy grenade is a real threat. It's a silent epidemic that's sweeping the nation. Now, here's the problem. Some would call that less than lethal. Less than lethal. (laughs) Here's the problem, though. Uh, Because this affects such a small sector of the the firearms, ATF, explosive device community, uh, nobody's going to care. Or a genuine question. I wonder if someone did something stupid with a 40-mil chalk round. Well, even if they did, what yeah, would Yeah, but people do stupid stuff it? with fireworks all the time. Yeah. Well, that's why they're illegal in most places now. And see limits. What would cause something... What would cause this chalk round to magically become a not a destructive device to become a destructive device? Yesterday, it wasn't a destructive device. Yeah. Today, it is. And fireworks aren't... Like mortar tubes, they're not destructive How long have devices? the chalk rounds been around? Since the 70s? 60s? I guess, I guess. Yeah, so they haven't been destructive devices for the first, yeah, I would point out years. that I did see a guy actually buy a mortar the other day. You could buy a mortar like, all yeah, you want. Like, oh, this is my first major destructive device purchase. It's oh, there was an actual like, destructive yeah, device? like a 60-millimeter mortar. Tube or? Yeah, the oh. tube. Oh, a real the one, def- not yeah. a black powder. No, not a, no, 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 like a, like a, def- like so a demilitarized. If if yeah. he buys a mortar tube and it's a destructive device, that means every single version... Every single round he buys for that yep. is also a destructive that's, well, that's device. Grenade, right? That's what grenade. That's what like uh, yeah. like rifle grenade. Like you can yeah. get rifle grenades for an SKS sure, yeah. or, or flashbangs or anything like that. Well, it's the it's the fuses that are deep. specifically. It's the fuse on a hand thrown grenade. It's the fuse. Oh, okay. Well, and that if it has TNT, I'm sure. That's yeah, part like of smoke. It too. Like that's when they when they classified oh, yeah, M18s. Yeah, yeah. It's not the body. It's With the, the fuse, fuse is the destructive device, but. Here's the issue with this is I, I want to say that this is just the ATF being the ATF. They're going to reclassify stuff all the time. They're going to unclassify stuff. They're going to do silly stuff like this and you know turn non-destructive devices into destructive devices whenever they feel like it. But should we 
you know, is this a test run? You know, I don't want to get all Jade Helm on us, but uh, is this something they could do? You know, there was that talk not too long ago. We addressed it on this podcast of them. Hey, if it's a 12 gauge destructive device Mm -hmm. and they have reclassed 12 gauges as destructive devices before Uh, the street sweeper and the um, the USAS. What's that thing called? The, Korean, the magazine fed one? Yeah, the Korean the, magazine fed. Yeah, USAS, Daewoo, USAS, USAS 12. Yeah, USAS 12. That was classified. It was a shotgun. You could go buy it just like any other shotgun. And now it's a class 3 destructive device. I thought that was just the select fire ones. Nope. Nope. Oh. Semi, semi-auto ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Same I thing. I thought they were just the, really unobtainium. Like, no. They had just not imported that many of them, and there wasn't really a The draw. street sweeper is even a, a, a dumber uh, reclassification because the street sweeper is a clock spring powered revolving shotgun. It basically uses 1800 technologies. It, this isn't semi auto. It's not full auto. It doesn't go bang, bang, bang. It doesn't do anything that, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't, it, it's actually less effective than a semi auto shotgun. And yet they reclassified it as a destructive device. So once again, I always reach out to this arbitrary and capricious. This this silliness that the ATF does, you know, that's the reason Sig has to sue them for their muzzle device. It's the reason, I don't know, is somebody going to be able to sue them so they so they can keep their chalk rounds? Does anybody care enough? Is there enough money in it? Is there enough? You know, that's get, the problem. That's you have to be Sig to fight them. When I asked, or well, not when I asked, when I said someone probably did something stupid, this almost seems like one of those ones that's almost too minute. Like why? Like someone just ha- got poopy and got sideways because they had to work a stupid case because someone did something with a forty mic round and they were like, you know what, the hell with it. We're just gonna, we're just gonna take the whole. Something thing just out. makes like, me think that they were researching somebody and they found out they were modifying. Like them. there's minute and then there's really minute and this I is. Mean, but you can modify. I mean, this is a subset yeah. of a I subset. Know you can of modify a anything, but if you can take, if you can go after little niche things yes. that nobody really seems to care about, like if you said to me. Hey, they're really taking away the forty mic mic shells, right. and you're not gonna be able to have them. Chalk rounds or flares, right? I'd be like, dude, that really sucks. See, the thing Does is, it most affect people, me? No. Really, truly, most people already think they're illegal. Well, that's true but too. That's, that's what I'm saying. It yeah. doesn't affect me. I don't have two hundred dollars, or I wouldn't have two hundred dollars per pop, chalk round. Yeah. Well, on top of the cost of buying one. Yeah. On, you know. Well, maybe, hopefully, maybe the silver lining of this is they can only do this for these niche, tiny markets. They can't go after. Uh, like they did a while back, they can't go after Yankee Hill and say, "Hey, your muzzle devices are all suppressor parts. You can't sell them separately because only a class seven, oh three, whatever it is, yeah, only special FFL can have these suppressor parts, quote unquote, right? So maybe, maybe we're out of the clear now. Maybe you know, dead air armor. It's not going to get in a letter from the ATF Thursday that says." Hey, you can't sell your uh, your suppressor mount I flash re- hider. I really hope they don't do that. <laughs> I have a dead air can on order. Oh, how about that? So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, this sticks with the niche market, and people like Sig can sue them for the bigger stuff, the stuff where there's money involved. I want to be mad, like I want to be like concerned on principle, but mm-hmm. like at a certain level, I just don't care. Like whatever. I, yeah. No. I, okay. Yeah. I, 
Someone's gonna be pissed. Is this gonna like, translate oh. over to thirty-seven millimeter rounds? That's what like. That's a that's, question. Right? That's the unintended. Like, what's the second and third order mm-hmm, effects? Mm-hmm, like, is mm-hmm. it get their foot in the door? Just that. That concerns me. But thirty-seven if really millimeter like, gets hey, pinky anyways. They're like, if we just well, no, they won't because that's a coast. Now you're getting into flares and stuff well, like that. Well, it's a it's a flare gun until you put an anti personnel in it, and then it's a destructive device. So, who's to say they don't classify a the chalk barrack, round? The barrack- for cal. the 37 millimeter as a class because it has the potential of firing that what that PDX round or PDRX yeah there's no 50 cal like a slap T or something like that well there the at 50 cal you can fire a, a explosive charge round slap with well, a yes, slap T yeah yeah that round would be say. a destructive device right but yeah. what what wait till they start saying you know what we're gonna go after anything that can fire. Yeah, the fifty cal crowd isn't a big crowd. That's not a big crowd either. That's no, a niche market. No, but I market. think there's money over there. But it, it's true. I'm just saying. Ronnie all Barrett of a sudden would you start finding exactly. Out, there's know. there's at least several manufacturers who mm-hmm, would probably take mm-hmm, a vested mm-hmm, interest mm-hmm. on behalf of their customer base. Hopefully, to, to go after it. Sometimes they don't. I mean, maybe not. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I guess. On one hand, we're living, we say it here, we say it here all the time, we're living in the golden age of firearms. But on the other hand, we've got the ATF to worry about, and we've got importation laws and 922R and reinterpretations of sporting use and reinterpretations of destructive devices and and things of that nature to worry about. Um, You know, and I just wonder what the future holds. I. You know, you see the alarmists all the time. You get the emails from the from the the gun um, Second Amendment groups. You get the emails saying they're trying to take your guns away, and this guy tried to pass this bill, and this guy tried to push this. Yeah, the conservative, some of it's true. The conservative rhetoric is literally just as bad as the liberal rhetoric. Like some of it is true, though. Some I mean, of it is. They're trying but, to pass universal background checks where you live. Trust me. But but a lot on of the, the other states, hand, but you're also yeah. seeing states do things like constitutional carry. Like yes. there is. For every that little like eating away at it, some states are passing some really sweeping legislation. Uh, L.A. just passed a anything is, over ten round magazine is illegal, and you yes. have to turn it in or what? Get it out of the city limits. Yes, L.A. followed its uh, its sister city. No, well, they are enforcing. No, 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 no. They, they just passed it. I thought it was grandfathered in before. Just like if you lived outside, if you have an old thirty rounder, uh, you could. You know, if you live outside LA, you could still have it. And now there's LA saying you got to get it out of our city completely, which doesn't make any sense to me, right? Mag limits are arbitrary and capricious, right? Am I am I alone here? Hmm. What's the difference between shooting into a crowded theater with a ten round mag and a fifteen round mag or a twenty five round mag or there's a thirty no round? Mag. Does it matter? It's not a matter of debate because there's no yeah. logic in that, but. I th- I still feel that there is a lot. I mean, like, okay, so L.A. L.A. banned ten round mags, but the state of California has to now have a shall issue. You know, like there's there's pushback from the top to have shall issue. Yeah, there are definitely some CHL reciprocity. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Like, I, like it sucks, but I'll take that hit. Like in the time being, you know, if, sure. If it if if that's what it takes to placate them, while. All the all the while the state and above is passing shall issue CHL laws, then cool, man. Like, I'll take it. I could understand that point of view. Is it optimal? No, but whatever. Like, you can't just you can't hardline things. It has to be compromised somewhere. Well, when we talk about that's the thing. That's the thing that I always keep coming back to is the other side. The people who don't think you and I should own guns 
always wants to talk about common sense gun laws and uh, compromise. But the, the compromise never is, all right, let's take uh, suppressors off the NFA registry and then we can talk about adding you know, uh, high-capacity magazines to a ban list. That that conversation never. It's always no, no, no. What rights should we deprive you of this time? Mm-hmm. Is is what it seems like the compromise is. Okay, let's not take away all your guns, just some of them. That's that's the compromise. The compromise is never. Okay, let's l- allow machine guns to be made again. Uh, you know, still the same registration process, still the same NFA tax stamp requirements, but now you can make. You know, machine guns. You haven't been able to make them since 1986. But now you can make new ones. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. And then we can talk about, I don't know, universal background checks or um, mandatory handgun training for anybody who wants to carry or, you know, fill in the blank. Something that that side wants. But it's never a compromise they want to talk about. It's, it's just what rights we want to take from you. Speaking of compromises, Panama seems to be changing... Their idea of compromise, um, the crime rate is ever increasing in Panama. And I, and I assume, uh, I don't know exactly the specifics, but I assume that's due to the drug trade. I assume that's due to the drugs, you know, working their way up from South America to Mexico where everybody knows the crime rate's high. Uh, but Panama has, uh, added new regulations or lifted old regulations or changed the regulations. Anyways, they're going to lift importation bans on firearms to help fight their high crime. Now, that's the exact opposite thing you expected me to say about a, a any sort of government entity. Usually, they want to ban guns to help fight crime, which we know doesn't work. Um uh, let's see. In 2012, the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime estimated that an average of 700,000 firearms circulate through Panama streets. I don't know if that just means legal or illegal. Um, well, they're reaching a lot of opposition because there are some Congress people mm-hmm. uh, that are saying that this has a high potential of backfiring. Um, on Because at one point, mm-hmm, it was only mm-hmm, the security mm-hmm. forces that could import firearms into Panama. Oh, specifically for this stuff, yeah. And now they're saying, well, what happens when this backfires, if it does? I, I, hmm. I almost want I think each person has the right to defend themselves, right? Period. End of story. So you have the individual right to defend yourself. Now, whether or not that culture, I know my culture, the United States culture, you know, our murder rate has absolutely nothing to do with our firearms ownership rate. In fact, it's usually uh, a reverse correlation if there is one. I don't think there is one. Um, now, Panama, with their, I want to say, culture. Yeah, the Panama culture, because I don't know the Panamanian culture, would more guns lead to more deaths? Is there a lot of beatings? Is there a lot of people out of control on the streets is there a lot of psychological problems I, I don't think so i don't think they would allow this if that was the case i think this will give each individual in panama the ability to defend themselves yeah, whereas before they couldn't that's what they're saying they're saying yeah. that uh panama has currently registered 165 homicides in six different regions i guess how they break it down sure um and they said their ministry uh that's this is information from the ministry of security okay and then 70 percent of those 165 were homicides committed with a firearm so the bad guys have guns imagine that and they've been restricting these since 
2012, and they say that um, the United Nations uh, has an estimate of over 700,000 firearms circulating through Panama streets. So what they're saying is there's all there's there's already illegal guns in Panama, and now they want to lift restrictions so they can have some legal guns. So I think the, the, so yeah, we need to send our guns. people down there to do some chit chat with the Panamanians. <laughs> well, what hey looks, guys, we're sorry about that whole invasion thing. A couple it years looks ago. like they're they're starting to figure stuff out, right? I mean, hey, I tell you what, if you have some more insight on uh, the Panamanian culture, or even better yet, the Panamanian gun culture. Uh, drop us a line on our Facebook page. Uh, go to thegunshowpodcast.com. Yeah. Click on the uh, on the bottom there. It'll have the link to everything. You can tweet us. You can send us an email. You can uh, Instagram us. Can you do that? Like take yep. a picture of a letter and send it to us? Yeah. I don't know how that works. We actually works. had a listener question come in uh, We did. We, we talked about the Instagram time. question before. Now, so uh, it'd be interesting to see the change. What change? What change in 2012 did public... Thought change? Was there always pushback on this ban of importation of guns? I mean, like we said, if if the bad guys, the criminals, don't obey the gun laws. It doesn't matter what gun laws you pass, the criminals will not obey them. So passing gun laws that, to stop criminals from using guns doesn't work. We know that. We all know that. There, it, it, it doesn't affect anything whatsoever. I mean, go to New York. There's no crime in New York, right? Because there can't be any privately owned I mean, guns, public, except there's crime in New York. Public Safety Minister Rodolfo Aguilera, or Aguilera, uh, he has said that everything seems to indicate that there is no direct correlation in the aphorism. Aphorism? Aphorism. I, I think it's aphorism. aphorism. I want to say right. it's aphorism. That's a big word. If you know what that means, drop us a line. That is a million dollar word right there, boys. <laughs> aphorism that says more guns mean more crime. Uh, he says that he goes on to explain that relaxed gun laws have allowed the United States to reduce the homicide rate over the last 20 years. There is, so there is correlation. There is a predominant voice yes. in there that is saying that he is relating it directly to the lax firearm laws in the United States. Well, you know, I can't Lacker show you lax, laxer firearm, more there lax, you know. more lax. Yeah, I can't show you statistically, and we all, both sides, grab statistics and we shove them at each other when we're shouting each other our points. But as a gun guy, I can't show you any real causation of more firearms equals less crime. I could show you correlation, but I can't show you causation because mm-hmm. nobody can do that. They're statistics, right? They're useless for that. But what I can show you is that more guns don't cause more crime because we could show you where the murder rate has dropped since the 90s. They don't right? cause more crime, but what you will see, and I think where the numbers get skewed, is more firearm crime is inevitable with more guns in circulation. That's, that is that is the one I'll concession you yeah. have to okay. make. You cannot I'll deny that. Sure. Th- I mean, they're both... It's inevitable. That's just the Access numbers. Access to guns yeah. probably like, leads to higher numbers of firearms crimes than if there was less access. Just right. like if you took well, away but every... But I don't think people are going to commit more crimes no. No, simply no, no, no. because there's guns. That's... Well, we can show that. We can definitely show that because firearms ownership has climbed steadily for the last 15 years. Steadily. I mean, exponentially. The NCIS did 20 million background checks last year. 20 million. Right. So there's at least 20 million new guns on the streets, quote unquote, of America, right? Mm-hmm. Has crime shot up the last 15 years? No. No. Nope. It, has, it has continued to drop. You know what? They, I, was, I was listening to another show the other day. And How dare you? I know. But it was on the radio, not, not a podcast. Oh, well, uh, I forgive you. Yeah. 
And uh, they had a few police chiefs in, and they were actually talking about how in their cities there have been increase in gun violence, um, sure. and they have also mentioned increased magazine capacity. But where the real important parts that they were talking, or they were getting to, for me at least, it seems more along the lines that the criminals feel empowered right now in the United States. Because you've got cops that can't defend themselves or fearing to defend themselves that they're going to go straight to court or they're going to be put in jail. And so they're actually saying that they feel like the cops are less likely to intervene yeah, and try to stop them and yes. see what's going on. See that because that, they're like, well, yeah. you know what? If he pulls a gun and I have to shoot him, then I'm going to go to yes. jail for a yes. year until they get this resolved. I uh, I read an interesting article the other day, and it kind of ties into and this. Those are not their exact words in yeah, case no. anybody else was hearing it. It's just um, so I guess Kansas City, I want to say, is going to do a study on reactive policing. Basically, they want to run a police department like a fire department. So you only respond to callouts, right? Like, they're not doing... So no community policing. Correct. No pre-crime, just right. post-crime. Yep. Or crime in progress. Yep. That sounds terrible. That sounds really terrible. I think we are living in a very... Interesting. Interesting schism society. I think it should happen. Because it'll prove a point. Oh, oh yes. No, so people I are going to want it, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah. And then as soon as it happens, they're going to yeah. be like... Yeah. Where were the police at? And we're like, oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that guy man, keeps like, running the stop sign. Well, if you don't call us before he gets there, <laughs> then I, do I don't know what to tell you about it. I think we you live You know what? A- How many people are going to start running around with video cameras? Yeah. And they're going to go, well, I, I videotaped this guy doing yeah. it. And they're going to go, yeah, but... On one hand in this country, we, 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 we voluntarily give up a little bit of our freedom, right? With, with, the, with the, the things that we do for a little more security. Uh, especially in the more left-leaning areas of the country. But even in the right-leaning areas, we give up a little bit of freedom for a little more security. We do. I mean, the Patriot Act is an example of that. Whether you agree with it or not, that has what has occurred with the Patriot Act and the things that have followed it, the NSA stuff and, mm-hmm. and all those things that we've talked about here before. So on one hand, we've done that. On the other hand, we've kind of taken the people that provide that security and kind of pulled them back a little, kind of hamstrung them a little, kind of put the tethers on them, the cops, just like you talked yeah, about. Yeah. On the other hand, we've empowered the criminals mm-hmm. on the same. So we're living this weird that's what society. That's, that's exactly what these two police chiefs were saying. Yeah. From two very yeah. different, well, they weren't very different. They were facing all now, the same problems, but they were different sides of the country. Now, our society has been empowering the criminal for a long time. Yes. Which is a direct dichotomy is a real good word. By by giving, by embracing the freedom to be a criminal, like 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 uh, like what you've said, we, we take the criminal side, we give them uh Innocent until proven guilty. We we sue the snot out of the cop first. We give them cookies and milk. We give them cookies and, and milk we and we coddle them. We pat them on the bottom and tell them they're special. And at the same time, we reduce our. Fr- so it's this weird. And you know what? We look at the we look at the cop. Yeah. Like like it's the stray dog that's causing all the problems. It's not the fact that you know little Timmy went and robbed a store and kicked an old man in the face. It's just more along the lines of, you know what, this cop... Why is he harassing him? Yeah. Oh, it's because Timmy's a different race than the police officer. I just well, not always, and that's why I'm trying to go with it. Yeah. A oh, buddy or, of mine. or because he's the same race, it's even worse. So you I'll know, show you a, a good... You can't a win that argument. No, a perfect one. White on white. 
saw the video today. Yeah. My friend got tagged in it because one of the guys on his friends list is like, mm-hmm. explain this one to me. And it's a heavily edited Oh, the bit. Detroit one. No, I don't think it was. Was it Detroit? California? Where the guy. Uh, the unarmed kid that got yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. 17 year old. And he charged the cop. Like, oh, I didn't see that one. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing is you don't see that part. All they show yeah. is the kid getting prone out going, I don't have a weapon. And right. then they show him getting shot. Yeah. They cut to. Well, yeah. dude, it's yeah, a 30 minute the, stop. So the, the kid high beamed the cop. Yeah. And the cop whipped around on him sure. and, pulled, and pulled him over. And he didn't have his DL on him. He was coming from his girlfriend's house or he something. Was he, from dro- just- he was coming from dropping his little brother off at basketball at church and was heading back to his girlfriend's house where he had left his wallet. And he had just started, like, getting into the I know my rights, like, watching the videos. Yeah, the watching the YouTube stuff. stuff. And yeah. he felt that he needed to, to, to flex it a little bit Like, you bit don't right have there. the right to ask for my driver's license. Yeah, and he's like, all right, wow. man, right now you're committing a misdemeanor by not fail- by failing your ID. You're mm-hmm. behind the wheel. You have to identify yourself. Right. Yeah. During a like, traffic no, no, no. stop. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, all right, calls for backup, goes to pull the kid out of the car. Kid's like, I'm not having it. So he pulls a taser out, and he's like, get out of the car. So he eventually gets the kid out of the car. Um, I forget how what, what he lays down. it. He gets him to go down, and he only goes to his knees at first. And he's like all the way down, and the kid has his cell phone out this whole time because he's recording it. Sure. And so he's like, go all the way down, go all the way down. Finally, he gets the kid to go down onto his stomach, and the cop goes around to begin to handcuff him. And in the process of doing that, he actually, I guess, he actually grabs the cell phone and throws it out of his hand. You sure. Know, tosses yeah. it across the way, and he's fighting with this kid. Well, the kid gets loose to some degree, and the cop pulls his taser out. Um, so he tased him. Well, yeah, he shot him with the taser, which ended up being ineffective because, I guess, on this paperwork, it says it don't tase within... Yeah, yeah, the prongs can't Yeah, you won't uh, get stick. a... NMI... Okay. You won't get... The, the NMI is decreased because yeah, the circuit yeah, is yeah. shorter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so, basically acting like a stun gun. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so he does that the the kid stands up turns around and, and just then, charges i mean like you just see him flatly charge the cop the well cop yeah he charges him like, well hold on no he, cop charges him or he charges he, i'm sorry he charges the cop and then turns around i believe uh starts to run and the cop chases after him and no then, i thought he got on top of the cop in a ditch from what i read the uh, the seventeen year old kid gets on top of the cop and begins to. It's basically called a full mount for anyone. That yeah, oh. he jumped on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally and he, just he starts smashing. Just him. like the firefighter, the the drunk firefighter yeah. that yes. the cop had to the kill. The cop pulls his. Once gun. Once you start getting hit like that, you got to shoot him. The cop they pulls get, his yeah. gun out. Yeah. And and here's what we've become. And this is what we're talking about. Yeah. A couple shows shows ago, the first round doesn't fire. <laughs> So he has to clear the jam. Because he tied up, the gun got pushed out of battery, so he tap racked it. And he fires seven shots, striking him once in the arm, like twice in the stomach, twice in the chest, once in the leg, and then once in the head. Yep. So he ends up hitting him with, I believe it's all seven. It was was close. I mean, it was phone booth distance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So that's the story that you were referencing. Mm Mm-hmm. Broken so did the cop play. get? Why did you shoot he, an unarmed boy? No, it's clean. He, oh, he yeah, he got home. no build. Right, right, but of good. course, some social justice warrior guy edited the crap out of the video and was like, "This is uh, why we're show police. how cops are evil." evil. Yes, I got it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. and he now starts and he starts to talk about how uh, he entrapped him actually, knowing that. So what it, what had happened was the the cop was driving a 2015 Ford Expedition or Explorer, whatever yeah. he had. One of the things that's known is that those HID lights are very bright from the factory. Yeah. And you can make an adjustment, which I guess some people recommend so, that you do. Wait, so, so the, the kid, argument is his lights are bright, well, therefore no, he entrapped him into flashing his brights? The argument is is that the cop, had, the cop said that he had pulled over other people that had 
you know, flashed his brights, something, yeah. or had in whatever it was. Yeah. So he pulls him over and says, "Hey, you know, had you just told me what was going on, then I would have just, you know." Or if you've just given me your driver's license, then I would have told you that, yeah. hey, I pulled over three other people. My lights are that way and you can go about your day. The one thing that he doesn't talk about in the report is that he had THC in his system and that they, the amount that he had in his system said that he would have smoked within the past three hours. No, 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 no. So that's left out. Yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't matter high or not. You tussle with a cop, you're going to lose. Eventually, you're going to lose. Even if you win, you're going to lose because mm-hmm. you're going to go to jail for a long time for tussling with a cop. I right. mean, there's you fight it in court later. We all know that. We all know that cops are people and they make mistakes. But the, see, this is what I'm talking about, though. You got one side. We're talking about it going, eh, cop did his job. What do, you, what do you want? That side, the guy who edited the video, obviously has a, a, a agenda against the police. Uh, maybe even this guy in particular. Who knows? So you have this one side that's demonizing the cop. On the other hand, you and I are agreeing that, yeah, you know, somebody flashes their lights at a cop, the cop should pull them over and see what's going on. Well, not you know, to hey. mention this guy's had months to sit here and Dude, break I saw this, this thing down. Dude, I saw down. this video weeks ago. Uh, I saw it months yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean... No, but what I'm saying is he's had I saw plenty it of time. They it. He's had plenty of time. You were there. I he's was had there. plenty of time to sit down and just Brian break Williams. this thing apart and sit there and go, well, sure. you know, this is why he did Arms this. He trapped yeah, this, yeah. and this is what he did. But you know what? The simple fact of the matter is, even in the video, he goes, well, he should have been complying with the cop. Isn't that the problem? Then you're like, then that's it. Stop. That, like, period. Boom. Video you, ends right you there. Already you did. should have complied. Yeah. And he said, as, as a father, I would have been proud if this was my son. But I'm thinking, you just told him he should have complied, but now he's trying to stretch it to the point. Yeah. No, and they, and all they read, the only reason they say comply is because they don't want to come out and be like, fight cops. Right. You should fight cops. Let me, let me, let me be clear. Well, fight cops. Yeah. Which we're not saying, obviously. You're, for well, anyone that just tuned in. I don't in. care what the law is. Like, <laughs> law aside, you fight a cop. You're wrong. Like, right. You, well, you go to jail and you work it out later. I mean, well, that's the thing. You, okay, here's, you're not going to get killed if you go to jail. Here's the problem: is oh no, got, now no, now they think their cops are killing oh, people before they so get into to jail because the PD had to release the, the intake video of what's her face. You work with officers in many, many cases, and you said you've been prosecuted officers before. What should the officer have done in this case? You said he, he reacted it's moments before the car is pulling away, and and the officer fires. What what should he have done? He wasn't dealing with someone who was wanted for murder, okay? He was dealing with someone who didn't have a front license plate. I mean, this is, in the vernacular, a pretty chicken crap stop, all right? And um, I could use harsher words. But nonetheless, if he's starting to roll away, just seriously, let him go. I mean, you don't have to shoot him in the head. Okay, and I'm I'm cool with that. I'm fine. Whatever. That that's fine. That right. Whatever. That's not the cop's fault because I guarantee if you go to look at department policy, because now the department's completely hands off this guy. The department policy, I guarantee, says somewhere that you're supposed to gain and maintain the contact. I I, I I'm reticent to believe that there's a policy that says when you've initiated the stop and the guy's not compliant, you should probably just let him go. Something tells me that's not in no, their no, policy. Uh, the, so if they're telling the thing is, if they're telling these officers to do, I'm, I'm not saying right or wrong. Well, that's way. what we're talking about. That's here. not a. That's not the cop's fault. If the cop was doing what he was right. told to do, 
then that's an administrative issue. That's you have to go to the top of the police that's department and about. to the unions and to. I mean, this is this is changing law enforcement nationwide. If yes, if and the problem is, people also have to understand. This goes back to that other conversation about about reactive policing. Right. Well, hold people on a do second. not understand how many busts come off. No, no, no. Simple PC right. stops like that. I want to get back to your point, though. That what? Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> Traffic stop is where all the criminals are caught. So would you all guys, of them? Would you guys like? They're to not know caught in your house with a bag. Everyone wants to get. Everyone a wants mask. a ballpark yes. frank, and no one wants to know how hot dogs are made. So exactly. would y'all like to know that the warrant or yeah the search warrant for the vehicle was released with all the contents of the and car? What was in the car? Weed. And they said it's almost two pounds. They said it was something like four bags oh, possession of weed with intent to distribute. and a jar. I'm sure that's and a felony in Cincinnati. Thousands of dollars. They said if it's two pounds, it's a felony. That's a yeah. felony. That's a felony anywhere. It's a well, federal not, felony. Well, yeah. They said oh, okay. Two it's pounds. Felony, sure. Two pounds will be a felony. So, so here's the thing. If he says just let him go, how many people will literally like look at the cop, leave it and drive, and like take their foot off the brake and start to roll off and go? You uh, you have to Whoops. let me go. It's a three to four mile an hour police yeah. chase, and he's like, "Can't touch me, can't no, touch me." No, no, just know. let him go because that's what that guy said. Mm-hmm. He said, "You know what? Just let him go." So here's the deal: I don't care. Like seriously, either way, I don't care. Either you say either the the, the city, the constituents, the city demands, nope, we enforce it, or they say, no, we don't enforce it. But don't flip the switch on a cop who was doing his job, and now this guy is a martyr. You just sent this guy up river. Probably no, because yeah, no he was what. following department policy, but because they don't want to riot on their hands. And let, let's I'm going to cut, cut straight yeah. to the chase. They don't want to riot on their hands. They so came out notice, with this so quick. One of the yeah, and one of the things I want to say about the video is, if you watch it, you can see this big old oil spot up the road. And the he starts the car, reaches in, you know, he's yelling at him, stop, stop, pulls the trigger, and then he falls and hits the ground. Whatever. You don't see him roll or continue to run. But when he stands up, that oil spot is right in front of him. So how did he get from point A, no oil spot with it down the road, to point B with the oil spot right in front of him? Well, and the the, the, the prosecutor even said it. I, I if if I was in any other position, I'd use his words against him. He said it's about a second or whatever. But he did state the car was moving. The car was absolutely moving before he shot. So we're going to penalize the guy because he's got a clean draw. It's it's well. They're trying to I mean, say at that what he, point do I trying have to say he wasn't going to get ran over? I it, think that's the problem. But if the guy had turned the wheel sharp to the left and continued to gun it, and he fell off, he definitely. If would the, the thing is, I could pull and I could pull dash cam footage of cops being totally. You, you guys the way, saw the, the one of the guy the, that got drugged by yeah. the DUI. Oh, yeah, you don't want to get drugged. You he don't wasn't get in drugged. front of the car. He didn't get run over, if but he got his arm broken. If my arm is because this says the cop was trying to turn the car off, right? I, I don't know. He reached into he the car. He reached into the car. He let's, reaches into the car. Let's say worst case scenario, his hand is in there and it ain't coming out easily. Because that's he's, what he said. He said yeah. something about how I believe if the car moves, watching, I'm it. shooting the guy moving the car because I don't know what his intent is. If his intent is, oh, I'm going to move the car a little bit and then maybe you'll let go and then I'll drive off. You don't know that, right? What's the difference between that and dragging? But again, out? let's get back. To no, it. what's the care. point of that and, actually, and drawing a gun on somebody and going, "Well, you know, I drew the gun, but I wasn't going to shoot." I'm completely ambivalent with, with the yeah. city wants what the city wants, but the city cannot sit there and say, "We want enforcement, but you can't enforce anything to enforce it." And that's, that's we what want I'm numbers. Talking about. Yes. We want drug busts. We yes. want to show crime suppression numbers. We want targeted enforcement. We want drugs off the streets. On the same time, then take them off the streets. At the Don't, same time, we tell our cops to. 
bust crime to look at the numbers be to proactive. be proactive uh, broken windows and, and and all these things at the same time we hamstring them mm-hmm. by prosecuting for murder when they follow department policy assuming he followed department mm-hmm. policy yeah they, like i said if 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 hey if the department policy said that would do be, that then that is something entirely that would different. be one of the only departments that i know of that would that would clear, clearly state do not shoot at the person trying to drag you or yeah. run you over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. I mean... An officer's allowed to defend themselves, period. End of story. You always tell the cop you're allowed to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. And the, dragging by a car is lethal force. So you can shoot someone who's trying to drag you with a car. That's that's lethal force. That's what I'm getting at is what are they saying? Are we supposed to wait three seconds till the guy's accelerated Two to 30 seconds, miles yeah. an hour, 20 miles an hour? Like yep. what, what if he's in a supercar and oh, he's at 60? We're at a speed now. Now now it's a speed that might kill me. That five mile an hour wasn't good no, enough. No, no. If you think about it, if he there was a car coming down the street. You never know in the timing that guy could have sideswiped that car, put the cop between him and that car, and it's over. Mm-hmm. And if, I, like especially I said, if you're stuck, because you you don't think about it. If you start the moving, up, grabs your arm because it's been done. Like yeah, who has knows? absolutely who knows? been done. I, yeah, you I can post. Care. You like can said, find videos on YouTube of people dragging other people. Either way, I don't care. I don't care. I, I I don't care either way. And I guess it sucks to say that, but I don't. Yeah, no, either you enforce it or you don't. Dollar recovery. All right, but the problem is this guy's life is ruined regardless. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah, yeah, he's done. You he's know. done. He, he's, he's done being indicted. a cop. He was already indicted. I thought. Yeah, he's already been charged with murder. He's, oh, he's been indicted. Indicted. Yeah, he's going to mm-hmm. grand jury right now. Yep. Well, I no, mean, no, the grand jury indicted him. He's no, going he's, to trial. Right. Right. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's been found. Well, see, the grand jury. Uh, eh. The prosecutor, the grand jury does what the prosecutor tells them to. This prosecutor's obviously gunning for this guy. We yeah. can hear it in his voice. You can see it in his demeanor. You can read it in his And the union knows word. better. The union absolutely knows better. I guarantee sure. the union went hands off. There's no telling. It might not be a union shop because he's University of Cincinnati. We don't even know. We don't even know. Now, he's 25 years old, and they said he's been doing or been a cop since he was 21. And he does. He has an immaculate record. That's the information I have. And yeah. also on a news report, not a radio, but on a news report, the same one where they were talking about the warrant and mm-hmm. the search of the car, they said that this man has been arrested. the The gentleman that was shot and is now deceased has been arrested over sixty times. That doesn't surprise me. He's probably a known scumbag. That's so, probably why he was pulling him over. He's pulling over for no front license plate. Well, he was. Pull, he had a yep. reason to pull. And that is how target enforcement works. As a as a middle class white person, mm-hmm. I was pulled over three or four times for no front license plate on my Camaro. Yeah, they're just checking you for whatever. Yep, for being a scumbag. They they don't want you to be a scumbag in their town. Call that's you how at, this works. They call you at one thirty. Pull you that's over. That's why we pay them. We pay them to keep the scumbags out of our neighborhood. We don't. Mm-hmm. We don't pay them for anything else. I've been pulled over for no seatbelt when it was just broken and tucked under my arm. You know, I mean, I've, I've been pulled over for all those little things that that are chicken crap. They're innocuous <laughs> until they're not. They're innocuous until yeah. someone gets shot. You know what you didn't do? I didn't flee. Drive away from a stop. Weird. Right. Well, and let's face <laughs> and I gave it. The, I gave the cop my driver's license and my yeah. proof of insurance. Yep. Actually, I don't even... On one or two occasions, I had an expired proof of insurance that he ran and checked... And it came back that I, I was clear, but I wasn't doing anything to try to put my hands in and weird you didn't spots. End up with an yeah. extra breathing hole in your face. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. I do what the cop tells you to do. They probably won't shoot you. Right. Yeah. Speaking of hatchet jobs and cops, the Washington Post 
uh, did I don't know if you guys saw this. I think there was some video, but I, I read the story. But basically, they took cops, they put them in a the the shoot no shoot simulator doohickey mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and ahead. They, and they shot, uh, and they and they had them shoot, and they had them do no shoots. And it was a racial type geared test. Where I, I, I think I read no, one. No, 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 no. And then they and then they took random people who knew nothing about firearms, put them in the same uh, okay. scenario, and the random people didn't survive. Imagine that. Are you talking about this video that was put out, this two-and-a-half-minute video that was, like, super edited? Because if you watch it closely, they say the cop didn't shoot at this guy who, in in the scenario, he throws a box. You can clearly see the The shadow of the slide going back and forth twice because he shot him. And then they're like, and this civilian didn't fire because they didn't notice her. But you know what? Again, if you watch the silhouette, you can see the slide go back like, and forth, and you can hear it. Because you just lie. You can hear it. Like, who wakes up no, no, and goes, no, no. You know what? I'm a lie. Because it's easier to tell somebody what they're seeing than for someone to see it on their own, yeah. and that's the fact. Well, here's the here's the thing that well, I don't understand. Know, most people I know get more training than the minimum required for cops, and most cops I know get more training than the minimum required for cops, and most trained people would survive these gunfights that I saw these cops survive, right? I don't... Uh, what is the point of putting... Where's the? I know it's an anti-gun agenda. I, I'm with you. But what is the point of taking people with no firearms training, except what they see on television, handing them a gun and seeing they, if they survive a situation? That's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Are you talking about that yeah. Dateline one where they, they're like, no, no, no. This it's a certain a little... kind of paint made of a certain kind of plastic loaded <laughs> into a certain kind of gun? My favorite one was the Quan, LX. the Quan LX one was awesome. That was probably one of the best videos that came out in the wake of... That's what I'm talking about. Oh, here. The wake of... Um, What's the name of that video right there? You know what? We're gonna Simulator po- shows what happens when civilians use guns for self-defense. And we're going to post that video Oh, I, on I, our, saw, I never watched yeah, that. Blog. I saw the clip, and it didn't. I didn't know what that was. And it no, 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 no. Well, yeah, their point was, if you, it, it was just terrible, that, uh, like I said, trained people trained with firearms do better with firearms than people not trained with firearms. That's their point. That's a ridiculous point. That doesn't prove the civilian should own guns. That's like giving someone... No, the problem is... like giving someone the is the Dale Earnhardt's shot. car. You have oh, the car. Well, doesn't mean you're going to drive it that's, like Dale. That's, well, we know it's a hatchet job, one, because their conclusion is, is, is phallic. Wrong. <laughs> False. <laughs> Not phallic. Yes. That is not what yeah. conclu- the conclusion was not that word. That it's is both, like- actually. I, I rest on that word. He's saying that they're... No, no, no. <laughs> you know you don't. When Scott uses that... When, no, you don't. When Scott uses that, he's saying that their point is small and insecure. <laughs> so, yeah. Phrasing. So, so they, have, they started with a false assumption. They manipulated the video to show their false assumption, and they by audio told the and, story... By uh, visual, yeah. by putting like a... They put... Um, Text cues on oh, there as well. Of course they did. Yeah. So so basically they lied to us to show us to prove a point that isn't true. Which right. it's a hatchet job, just like we said. But th- but again, people are believing it. Well, what people need to believe is go get firearms training, and you could survive such well, a scenario. People know what people need to do is they need and to pay need attention to what they're too, seeing. Though. Once you get the firearms training, you're going to need a firearm to survive the scenario. Why didn't they do the same scenario when you're standing there holding your? Knife or box. Three or three or four show, shows ago, we talked about a news reporter who was put Mace. in a force on uh, a force, um, force force on force, force scenario. Yeah, force on force yeah. scenario. But he wasn't. They were using blanks. This is where I'm trying to go with it. Oh, they were yeah. using blanks, and this wasn't a video presentation like the one you're yeah. referencing. He's actually there in the situation. Uh huh. He shot. Yeah. 
everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> and said he did. he was actually killed as well at yeah. one point because he allowed a perp, a perp to walk around the back of a truck at where, where his gun was located, mm-hmm. and he shot him like six or seven times, and the guy had no, no, no idea. Well, I'll so, tell you what. One thing. Those are the situations yeah. that these guys have to deal with, and is it, there's a small, you know, there's a, a chance that it may not happen, and there's a, a chance that it may happen, and they have to always be ready for the chance that it may happen. That's why just listen to what the cop tells you to do. Yeah. And, you know. Videotape. Like, I'm not even against videotaping. I'm really not. No. Like, I think you should. No, no. Yeah, you yeah. Like you should videotape the cop. Videotape the cop. I Don't was, pop off. But it, that gives people this false sense of bravado. I don't even know what the word is. This authority. Like, as soon as that, that record button goes on, it's like, I'm an individual. What is it? A, a um, not a, sor- a sovereign citizen or a, a free inhabitant? Is yeah, That was an awesome video, by the way. So funny. So, Take that, hippie chick. Well, I um, here's the thing I don't understand. Right? You go, you stick the camera in the cop's face. Take that, hippie chick. You scream <laughs> at the top of your lungs. I know my rights. Right. right. The cop gets sick of you. He arrests you for obstruction. He hauls you to jail. You spend the night in jail. Or you just stand there quietly with your phone. The cop goes, will you get out of my way? You get out of his way while still recording. There's no reason. we These, these cameras right. can record from more than two feet away, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. So, so you stand there recording. And if the cop tells you you're not allowed to record, you say, oh, I think I am. And if he takes away your phone and smashes it on the curb, you, you get his badge number. And you go sue the department and they buy you a new phone. What? Why? Why can't we do that? Why do we have to? Why do we have to videotape at a cop? I don't. I don't care if you videotape a cop. You don't care if I videotape a cop. You don't I don't care, care if anybody if videotapes. I, a cop. You know what? In fact, we all care. I if wish more guys that carried guns videotaped cops, but like literally just videotape the lack just of interaction yeah. and realize they're not going to get a rise. Yeah. And then put it out there. And I, I would. I that'd be an interesting number. Like normal gun guys and dudes that just carry rifles in the truck. Like. If they would just videotape every rea- any, every interaction with a cop and just put it out there, put out a six-hour video just, yeah, of every interaction of, of with nothing, nothing happening, happening, of nothing happening. They're probably sexy. having a cool conversation. Nobody will watch yeah. it. No, and I told you, no one will watch it. There no one was, will watch it. There was a young gentleman who did that in, and, uh, in Texas, wasn't it? Out west, uh, like well, Abilene or something. I, I I'm not sure, but he uh, posted a video and said, "Look, I got pulled over by the cops." It was a black guy, right? Yeah, that's it was what I was a black trying. guy. That's well, he's dead, right? He's he, dead now. He oh posts, yeah, they they've they the racist cop murdered him. Oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the only thing. SWAT that happens. teams, dogs, fire hoses, the whole was, nine. I, I hear there was uh, some Jade Helm soldiers involved. Actually, mm-hmm. he's not. Oh wait, he's alive, and oh, he posted what? a video to YouTube talking about how uh, this is what happens when you just do well, a traffic he, stop normally. What did he do when the cop um, called him the N word and started beating him? Nothing. That's yeah. weird. Did that happen? No, that didn't happen. Oh, oh, I must be thinking of the narrative. That doesn't fit the narrative at all. Yeah, and it's, it's ridiculous. like when you the cop came up, busted the window, people. you guys busted are the window out. You guys are breathing like, harp chemtrails. I don't even believe this. <laughs> chemtrails. Cherry flavored chemtrails, baby. Mm-hmm. Cherry flavored. All over California. All over California. The, the Well, one of the things that I want to make sure that we get into this show uh, as we start to wrap it up is Taurus. They're going through a class action lawsuit right now. Basically, and they've settled the class action okay, lawsuit. Okay, they've settled that's, it. That's the report. But there's a lot of that's people that don't know uh, that's what's even going on with a potential yeah. firearm that is in their safe. What's a Taurus? Basically, Taurus is a bad firearm, it turns out. No, not no, all of them. No. But a, a good selection of Tori. Is that right? We, we, we could say the Give quality me a control is, like is Remi- lacking. Is this like point. Remington 700 X trigger level recall suit? Yeah, uh, this is. 
nine, nine or eleven models. I, it's basically oh. everything that doesn't say G two on it. I think if it says Millennium or twenty four seven or TCP or oh. Slim, basically yeah. all the striker fired models. Yeah. Basically, I mean you can you can Google it online, find out what's affected, find out if you're affected by this firearms. Uh, quote unquote wow. recall, but it's not even a recall. It's basically the settling of a class action lawsuit where the firearms owners had to sue Torres because, uh, turns out drop safeties don't work. They're not safe to drop. Oh, God, I shudder to think who found that out the hard way. And yeah, that's, I'm glad nobody got hurt. That's there would be a lot more money involved if somebody did get hurt, but thank goodness nobody got hurt. Uh, the drop safeties don't work and the mechanical safeties don't function. So, yeah. So if you've got a Taurus 111, 140, 138, 24, 7, 745. I just want to sit here, and know. I'm not going to say I told you so, but I'm just going to say if I, if everyone can see my face, it'd have like the I told you so look on it. The, the, I, That's not the I told you so look. It, yeah, it, it is. is. You must have missed it. It must. Oh, let me see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For all the people just listening and the ones that aren't <laughs> watching, that's definitely an I told you so face. All right, do you think they got it? Where's I mean, the camera? You know, take, a picture the... me. Come on, take a picture of me. Come on. Why does Not tab... everybody wants to take a picture of you. Why does that? Come on. Why does that tablet? Look, my hair is even nice. You know what? Check I am out. sick of the selfie stick. That's all I'm going to say. I don't I don't want stick. you to bring the selfie stick to the podcast anymore. Come on. The selfie stick is now banned from the studio. That's a new rule. Come on. Give me that look. I don't think that was it. That was, that's not it. That's not it that, at all. That's the same look he gave me last time. That's a smoldering look. Yeah. Are you hitting on him? Now he's Why giving me the smoldering, but he's looking His away. He's in the studio. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm getting sick. <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> There's the I told you so look. Oh, he's going to run out of film. No. no <laughs> I got 170 shots left. That's... He's going to scream, yes, yes, I got it. <laughs> I'm going to Photoshop these. Oh, God, this is like being on the wrong side of when they filmed, was that Austin Powers 2? How's it feel to be a cop? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I know my rights. Uh, so now that we're done taking pictures, if I told you so. Uh, I, For those of you just tuning in, there we, are better we, choices. we just had an impromptu photo shoot. I don't think shoot. people just tune in. It's a podcast. The, uh, so the people whatever, that skipped whatever. ahead, that skipped ahead from, the, from the rant from earlier? Yeah. yeah okay. Those people, when yes. You're, when you're done hitting 30 seconds plus like 100 times. <laughs> so six times. When, when, you're, when you're done flaring up your out? carpal tunnel on the 15 seconds, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, the point is that there are probably some better choices than Taurus. I know we talked about... At least about, for the time being. Holy crap. I, I and, and I tell you what, if you want to check something out, go check out thegunshowpodcast.com because I've written some articles on bare minimum. What's a bare minimum requirement? And I tell you what, uh, the requirement for being in a gunfight is, one, have a gun. Okay, that's the most important thing. Yes, I would rather it be a Glock, an M&P, an HK, Sig. Uh, a Sig Sauer, not 250, or, or you know, fill in the blank. But if all you have is a Taurus PT-111, and it goes bang it's when you pull the zero. trigger, hey, it's better than a sharp stick or a selfie stick. Hey. 